Hey guys, today we are going to be answering a question from a listener. So we have Kim and she is living in a room that she is renting from someone and she has to keep all of her stuff, kitchen, bathroom, everything in her one room and she has a lot of stuff. So we're trying to she's trying to figure out how to store all the things when she doesn't have a kitchen or a living room to keep her things in. Um, all right, so Kim, in this situation, when you have crafting stuff and kitchen stuff and all these different categories saved into a room for a short-term situation and you need to get it organized and figure out what you have and what you need to keep um, and what you would still potentially need to purchase. So. In order to do that, number one, we have got to put like things together, okay? So all of your bathroom stuff, you've got some great shelves in your room. The thing that I would do is create a shelf that's going to be your kitchen shelf. So these, um, those are the places that's where you would keep all of your kitchen stuff and just pretend like that is your kitchen station. So in, in this situation, I would set it up like a dorm room or a studio apartment and it doesn't matter how big or small, um, the size of the room just de determines how much stuff can actually fit in it and be comfortable, right? It doesn't determine what categories you can keep. You can keep whatever categories you want and whatever categories you need, but the space does determine what amount of items is going to be comfortable in that space. So if you have a whole bunch of crafting items, but you're not currently crafting, then potentially think about how you could potentially sell those for now if you're not going to be crafting in the next few months and, or so sell them and, or let a friend use them. And then when the time comes that you're ready for them, that friend would then give you back the things that were left and then um, you would be able to have paid for the storage for those items through the belongings. You know, yarn is not super expensive most of the time. So if knitting and that sort of thing is the go-to bulk of some of this stuff, then potentially getting that out of the space, letting someone who's able to use it now have it and bless them or potentially sell it then that would clear up a lot of space for you and get rid of that weight of belongings. So when you look at a cluttered space, it does feel heavy. You can feel it looks like a dense weight when you're looking at a lot of items. Even if it doesn't weigh a lot like yarn, it's not very heavy, but it does take up a bulk of space. And so visually it feels heavy. Um, the other thing that I'm noticing you have a lot of in different places, um, uncontained is clothing, clothing, linens, any of that sort of thing. And it looks like a lot of it is clothing. So Kim, the other thing I would suggest is contain your clothing. I would start by getting rid of anything that doesn't have, you know, anything that's not of great quality, um, you know, definitely keep some loungewear, some comfy stuff, but the stuff that's not of great quality that you're just keeping because it's extra clothing, those things are quick, easy 
go. Those shouldn't be missed. Those can just go and you will be fine without them. And then the next thing I would do is create a space for all of your clothing to stay in. But if your clothing is spread out all over the room, it's hard to see what you actually have. So when I start to organize a space, I start putting things together. So number one, we would just put all of the clothing in one pile, all of it in one place. We don't even sort through to see what's there. We just put it all together. If it's found around the room, not folded. I'm not talking about taking it out of its closet and you know off of the hangers and piling it up on the floor. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that when we have clothing that is just dropped around the room and shoved in corners or cubbies or just piled on the bed, unfolded, unintentionally stored, right? Just put for a short term, dropped in a place. Those are the clothing pieces that I'm talking about. When I'm going in and cleaning up a child's room or um, a, a messy, uh, just a drop zone space where clothing gets dropped and that's the sort of thing. Take all of the clothes, all of the towels, sheets, bedding, all of the linen, everything fabric and put it all in one huge pile just to contain it so we can see what's left after that. So get all of the clothing items together. Once you have it all together, then we would sort it out by what type it is. Get all your blankets and sheets and towels out of the clothing pile first. Um, and then once those are out of the way, um, and also how many do you really need? Think about that. Like you really need maybe four towels for yourself. I mean, being honest, if it's just you as the one person, four towels should be enough. Um, if you're doing, you know, that gives you enough for your body, your hair, and then two for the wash, right? So that's something that you can think about as you're decluttering and making room for all of the stuff that you actually need. So you have some cube shelves, you could fit all four towels. You could also fit a set of washcloths and hand towels in one cubby all together. Um, if you have a lot of extra blankets, I would narrow it down because really and truly in a small space, you need to keep your absolute favorites and the others can go. So maybe if you get rid of most of those blankets that are laying around, then you will have a lot of space left. So I personally like to keep about four blankets per bed. I don't typically keep them all on the bed, but I do trade them out. So I have two on the bed almost all the time. So I have my one that covers up the entire bed and then the one where I'm sitting on the bed and I just want something over my legs or my feet or whatever. Um, so I have two blankets at all times on the bed and then I have two others that I trade out seasonally or just as the mood hits me. Um, so that's my personal preference. So four blankets is typically enough per person. Um, and especially if you're in a small space, really limit those and keep them contained. So containing them, you can either fold them or roll them, uh, depending on their thickness. Um, obviously a big, heavy comforter, that one should just stay on the bed if that's what you have. But if you have the, the softer blankets and the lighter weight blankets that can fold or roll, you can put one of those, put those in one of the shelves or in a drawer potentially. Um, I've even, <laughs> when my kids go camping and stuff, when we travel, I fold the blankets off and put them in the pillowcase so that they have it as a pillow on the trip. Um, but just for the short term. 
So that contains it and it keeps it from getting messy and all over the place. So that's an option too. Um, so once we get the linens done and really you need two sets of sheets per bed, three is extra. Like if you really need a third set, that's fine. But honestly, you can do just fine with two sets of sheets. And I know a lot of people that only have one set of sheets per bed, but if you have a sickness and you soil your sheets in the middle of the night, that makes it a little challenging if you don't like to use the top sheet as, um, as well, but you could use the top sheet and tuck that under the mattress uh, <laughs> in place of the bottom sheet if you need to. But really and truly two sets of sheets, that's what I keep at my home for our bedding, um, two sets of sheets per bed and that's it. Um, any more than that, it's, it's extra and most of the time you've got one sitting there rarely used. It'll get used maybe once a year, maybe. Um, okay, so we have your bedding, your linens, your um, towels, your clothing. So once we're sorting the clothing, um, as we're sorting the clothing, I want you to separate it into what it is. So all of your t-shirts together in one pile, all of your, and try and lay them flat so you can see what they are as you're making your sections. Um, that makes it a lot easier to know what you have and whether you need to keep it or not. So if you have a whole huge mountain of just t-shirts and you aren't using multiple t-shirts a day, <laughs> what do you really need for two weeks? Um, two weeks of clothing is my go-to for my children. However, adult sizes, they are going to stay in the same size. You know, I stay in the same size for a long time and my clothing is more expensive it's a higher quality clothing <laughs> and it has a higher price tag for replacing it. So I don't keep mine limited down and get rid of stuff if I have more than two weeks worth of clothing. But I also know that I don't need 60 t-shirts. I don't need 30 t-shirts. I need maybe 15, maybe t-shirts, right? If you love the comfy stuff and that's your go-to, try and stop at 15 at the most, right? You can probably do 10. 10 is a great number because you have more than enough for every day of the week. And so it gives you a lot of variety. And what are the chances that you're wearing t-shirts every day of the week, um, multiple weeks and seeing the same people that are going to notice. And if you do, then you probably wore different pants or different shoes or something so that it changes it up and gives you some variety. Uh, maybe you wore it differently or wore your hair differently even, and that can give you a different look altogether. So even if you do just have 10 different t-shirts, you probably have other shirts that you would wear occasionally as well. So try and limit the number down and fit all of your tops in so I love to use just the hanging space and it doesn't need to be big. I think my hanging space that I have in my closet right now is less than two feet. It's about 18 inches across for all of the hanging space that I have. And I have that times two. So I have um, my dresses and my winter stuff on one side and then my everyday stuff on the other. And that's, that's it. That's all I have. I do put my winter clothing in the dresser so that I don't have to see it every day. Um, and then the stuff that I'm using 
all the time right now is all within reach in the closet. I don't have to walk around. I don't have to go anywhere. I can get fully dressed in the closet standing in the same spot. So that is my goal for you as well. And for all of my listeners out there, I want you to be able to create that kind of simple storage for your space where you don't have to walk around. So once we get all of the clothing sorted as to what you have, then really pare it down. You have a small amount of, you know, a small square footage to work with here. And you need to really prioritize the favorites, the best, and the stuff that you really truly feel your best in. That's what I would keep for a small space. Um, the other thing is just like in a dorm room, you can use the under the bed for storage. I would keep seasonal clothes. If you don't have room for all of your clothing to fit in the closet, then can potentially store some of it in containers under the bed, those big, huge containers or the flat ones, depending on what kind of storage space you have, what can fit under your bed. I can't tell because the, um, with the photo here, it doesn't really show a good angle for what I can see under the bedding. Um, the other thing, if you have a huge amount of socks, which it looks like there's a good bit of socks in this space, then really limit it down. You don't need that much and who wants to match socks? So if you love fun socks and that is your favorite thing, then potentially just do a, you know, long socks and short socks basket um, if you can't keep up with matching them, then that's a good clue that you have too many. If matching them feels overwhelming, then <laughs> you have too many. Any of the socks that are uncomfortable, you know, the ones that have the strings that go across and your toes get stuck when you're putting them on, obviously those can go. Any socks that have holes in them that are worn, damaged, those can go if you have too many. Um, obviously any of the ones that slide down or don't stay put when you're wearing them, those are trash. Nobody needs that in their life, right? So, um, just getting rid of the stuff that doesn't work and that isn't the very best quality and the stuff that makes you feel like the person that you want to be. Um, Kim, it looks like you are young and in that transition stage of trying to, you're not in your permanent home, you're sharing a home, and then you need to save stuff into, to move into your own place eventually. Um, so when we're in that state of mind, we are trying to figure out who we really are and who we're going to want to be, what clothing styles we're going to really want to embrace as we move into that next season of life. And sometimes we don't always know exactly what that's going to be, but try and limit what you have right now that would be, um, you know, that wouldn't be the person that you want to be. That stuff can go ahead and go. And then the crafting stuff again, I mean, I'm seeing a lot of crafting stuff. How important is that? Is that what you're going to be focusing your time on doing those things? Or is that something that can potentially, um, be, you know, just narrow that stuff down. And then the decor, the little pieces of things that maybe are sentimental. If you have a lot of sentimental stuff, I would again, contain it, give it a, give it boundaries so that you know how much you need to keep, um, and how much is going to feel overwhelming. So if you do have sentimental stuff that doesn't really represent your style for how you want to decorate your home, 
Um, keeping that in a contained space, so potentially one of the cube shelves or one of the other shelves, um, and put all of it in that space. And it doesn't have to be displayed in there, just contain it to that space as you are organizing so that you have some visual boundaries so you can see, okay, I need to get rid of some of these smaller things because this isn't working. Um, and if it doesn't work just placed on the shelf, you can get a basket or a container to put it in on the shelf um, for the smaller things so they don't get damaged. But that is what I recommend doing is giving it boundaries, number one, and then making decisions about what it is and why you're wanting to keep it. Are you trying to keep everything that your grandmother ever gave you? Are you trying to keep everything that is from every friend that you've made all the way through school? Um, you know, those things can kind of overwhelm our lives. So sometimes just taking pictures and documenting that and saving a photo album on your phone or emailing it to yourself, sometimes that can help us to get, to make the decisions and to get rid of the stuff that was in the way. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. The other thing that I'm seeing in here is a lot of things that just aren't super essential that, you know, just like other, just other things that aren't needed, like plastic parts and different things. And those things you can choose to get rid of. Um, there's a lot of stuff in here that I would think really isn't going to bring value in this next season of life. But then there's some other things that I think you would really appreciate having. So making those decisions, but number one, giving each category boundaries, um, you know, all of your clothing should fit in the clothing space, your closet, a dresser, if that's what you like. I really like using the cube shelves or just a small bookshelf for clothing. If you don't have, um, if you don't have a dresser or room for a dresser, you can usually fit that shelf in the closet or really close to the closet so that you don't have to keep walking around to get dressed. Um, and just giving yourself those visual boundaries containing this stuff. I love to hang all of my tops, everything that I possibly can. And then I keep my pants folded right beside or above or below <laughs> my hanging stuff. So that stuff keeps it, it keeps it boundaries and then get rid of anything that is really unnecessary or isn't bringing value. Um, even if it's a cool thing, think how excited someone else is going to be when they find that. So those are my suggestions for your space, Kim. I hope that you enjoyed this episode, how to create boundaries and give each space a zone when you're only working in one room and everything has to fit in the one room is number one, be really thoughtful about what you need, what is important for this space, what do you need to keep, um, giving each space as each category a zone so that that's where it belongs, giving it boundaries, um, and really being mindful of the next season of life. What is it that you're going to be wanting to bring into this next season of life and what is going to be bringing value? All right. I hope you guys have a great day. I will talk to you real soon. Bye. Hey friend, thanks for listening to this episode of the SOS Mom Show. I hope that you have been inspired and feel less overwhelmed 
and able to take on your projects at home after listening to this show. If you want more of the behind the scenes and to connect with me, you can find me in the Facebook group at the SOS Mom Show. That's in Facebook groups. Or email me at hello at the SOSmom.com. I will be there waiting to answer your questions and to help you simplify, organize, and style your home and your life. I am praying for you. I hope you have a blessed day. I'll talk to you real soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode. Did I say it right?